<clears throat> Before we start the show, the Away Team Podcast wants to make sure we send a big shout out to this guy for uh, Biggie Smalls. Today is the 20th anniversary of his passing. His, he was taken from us way too soon. Uh, only two albums, but they were both classics. They impacted people's lives, they impacted hip hop, and they impacted music in general. And uh, actually, just the way we live. So, uh, you know, the song said it. We're going to say it too. We, we always love Big Papa. Uh, Biggie Smalls. Gone too soon. Big ups. I'm ready. You ready? Let's roll. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Away Team Podcast. My name is Phil Boileau. Um, James Polis. I think you copied me on that one, buddy. Yeah, I'll take sound, it as a compliment. Yeah, no, you sounded pretty dorky just now. Um, what's going on, bro? How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Uh, I've been thaw. I'm thawing out here in the in the great north of Canada. We're uh, we're seeing the light finally. Freaking cold, man. I'll say this. Thank your lucky stars, bro. Today, it was like 78 degrees in San Diego, and I wore a jacket to work, and then I started sweating. You're going to make me cry, man. You're going to make me cry. Nah, I'm trying to make you feel better. I had to carry my jacket around over my my arm. Eh, It's bulky. You know what I'm saying? You're carrying a jacket around. It's just awkward. I'm trying to do work and stuff. That sounds like a description for some, like, like vacation resort where it's like, oh, it's in the little, it's in the morning, so I have my, uh, my brisk windbreaker. That's exactly what it is. And then the comes out, yep. That's not making me feel better at all. I, I like, I like a full out, almost okay. parka going this? on. How about this? And then, I forgot my sunglasses, so I was squinting all day because it was I it tried was really to cool. wear sunglasses, but I can't even wear metal ones because they freeze to my face, so I gotta wear, I'm not even, I'm not even getting real? into this with you. Yeah, man. It gets that cold, so if I wear metal ones, they make little marks because, like, it's the same idea as, like, I know things like they tell kids, like, not to lick, like, a cold pole. You'll get your tongue stuck to it. Obviously, your nose is not wet, but it gets super cold, man. Damn, that sucks. Sucks to be you. I can't imagine that kind of life. I mean, it gets cold here, too. It was, like, I think it was 55 last night. Yeah, I had to put a sweater on when I was walking my dog in my shorts and my... uh... Yeah, like imagine walking out where you're putting on boots. You're putting on boots and you got snow. Okay, yeah, this is not the same conversation, man. This is like like cold is not cold. I I I'm happy you live in in sunny California, and 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 we're gonna catch up one way or another. Well, uh, we won't, but it'll be a nice summer. That's why we appreciate the summer. I guess summertime here is almost the same, so I don't I don't know the difference. So you're right. See, something to be thankful for. You you can appreciate summer. To me, it's like not that different. So. All right. Well, listen. You're in Cali, and you're appreciating it because this is the, this actually works as a perfect segue. Um, if you're in Golden State, I don't know if you're being as appreciative right now of the beautiful weather. KD going down with an injury, and these Warriors ain't looking like the favorites since this has gone down. It, like, if you're not a Warriors fan, you're kind of liking this. I am not a Warriors fan. I'm liking it a lot. So here's my thing with the Warriors, right? We watched them rise up from young pups, you know, the, the tryhards. They they were the original tryhards. I don't know if you know that's the Boston Celtics nickname, and it, it drives me bu- it drives me buggy. People call them the Boston tryhards because they hustle and they play hard, right? So that was that was originally pretty much Golden State. They were the tryhards, 
And I think everybody liked them. They were scrappy. They were fun. Curry was fun. Great. Well, they turned into the evil empire. And, and now, honestly, let's be real. They're the villains, right? Last couple of years, they've been pretty villainous. Dragging his nut kicks. Curry and his dance and his yap. And they yap. They talk. They disrespect. They do disrespect teams. Let's be real. They disrespect teams even while they're up 30. They do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so to now... And they're just super cocky. Like, like, I don't even know if it's the villains as much as they come off, like, like, like as those kind of, like, the cool kids in high school who are just, like, too cool for school and won't pay attention to anyone else. I'm going to show and, a little bit my... They come off like Cobra Kai from Karate Kid, where they're snot-nosed punks. They, they're they're better than everybody else, but they actually they, they have a mean streak kind of to it. So then it's not just, like, good-natured fun. They're kind of... They're jerks. They're so easy to hate. Yeah, so that's them. And uh, so, of course, now that they're having a... I mean, for them, it's a downslide. They've they're, they're two and three in the last five since Kevin Durant went down, um, mm-hmm. and we're gonna dig into those numbers a little more about how, some of the advanced numbers of how how their offense has been and how Curry and them have been later on too. But um, so yeah, and and it's funny because I think some of their fans and writers don't understand. Oh, everybody's so excited when we lose. When we lose, why is it like that? Well, you guys have been jerks for the last two years. So, no, yeah. it's it's a part of the game. When you step up and you're the villain and you you are the face and the you know, you have the heel turn. This is what part of the game. Don't don't play poor me when people, you know, kind of cheering for your downfall. Because we still know that Golden State's a final. They're the final favorite, right? Still. Yeah, yeah. I guess they have to be. But actually, I have to take this moment, and, and it actually hurts my soul to do it. But I am a generous human being, and I gotta give you props because our show last week. Um, I was actually saying how injuries can be good for teams, and unless they switch this around. Uh, I don't know if this is good for Golden State. Um, I think it's funny because I th- a lot of people try to do the Skip Bayless thing, right? And no, it's not you, obviously, but they they want to speak and have everything be very binary, very black or white. This happens, so it's this. This happens, so it's that. It's not how it works, right? So even though I, I respect, you know, you have the viewpoint of it could be better for the team and good for the NBA because other people get to step up. That's cool. I get what you're saying. But um, I think we're also kind of missing the point that while we've seen flashes of 2016 unanimous MVP Steph Curry, we haven't seen a lot of that, even with KD out now. It's been five games, and you know they've been this team's been together for years now. It shouldn't be that much of an adjustment. I have a theory about why we haven't really seen it, though. And what's your theory? I mean, the theory is this, and it sounds... Uh, it's, it's, it, it's Sometimes the simplest answer is the, the best answer, right? Occam's razor. So, Steph Curry was incendiary last season. He just played out of his head. And that's the thing. He played out of his head. We saw the Steph Curry career year. You know, we saw the, the, I hate to say equivalent because people start saying, try to compare game to game. We saw the Michael Jordan averaging 37 season where he just saw the Apex Curry. Apex Predator Curry. There you go. We saw Apex Curry. And it was fun. It was great. And it won him the unanimous MVP. And they almost got to the, you know, they almost won the championship. But to expect him to continue that same way, it's, is that really fair to him? Is that really, is that being realistic? I guess we thought it was because we thought this is who Did Steph Curry is. Did we see Apex Draymond Green? I was going to get to that next too. Because I, I, I think, you now you're trying to steal my thunder, jerk. But uh, I, I we might have for the simple fact that Dre shot 39% from three last year. And now he's down to like 33%. But guess what he was the year before? Like 32 percent year before that even lower so i think we we just kind of saw a perfect storm in golden state that led to 73 wins and it's not a bad i'm not dissing golden state hope no no warriors fans get mad at me i just think that even this season with kd people have been kind of underwhelmed by them because they they you know they already have 
you know, more losses than they did all last season. But it, it is what it is. I think they just, you know, last year they were going pedal to the metal, which was fun for them, and they wanted to get that record, and they took everybody's best shot. Nobody seems scared of Golden State this year. You know, no one seems intimidated by them this year. Um, and that's due to a lot of other circumstances, too. But uh, it's just they're still, of course, you know, best team, second best team in the league at any given moment. But it's not that wow factor anymore. You know what I mean? We already, we've already seen the greatest show on earth from them. Now, we're, since we're not seeing something better, it seems almost like a disappointment. Yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, we could look at it. Uh, we look, we could look at it a couple ways. I mean, you know, Harrison Barnes is not as bad as Harrison Barnes was when they were trying to like, like shun him out of town and be like, oh, he was nothing on the scrap heap. And then uh, obviously Bogut, you know, being healthy uh, mattered. But uh, but Azili uh, really hurts, and, and I think most Bates being gone really hurts. I, uh, Come on. No, okay, look. He doesn't have to be his own thing, but I'm just saying there's a lot of little parts, and there are like four dudes now with a bunch of Javali McGee's. And you call him? Hold on, one more time. What did you say his name was? Uh, uh, Javali. Oh, man. Javali <laughs> uh, Am I shackling a fool on trying to say McGee? Man. You just shackled the fool. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just Javale, man. I, you know JaVale. what? I think from now on, I'm calling him Javali. That's it. Javali. We're going to call him Javali. <laughs> But uh, so I, I agree with you that a big part of their their presence last year was that at any moment they could roll out, you know, Bogut and then right behind it was Azili. So they could play traditional and, and still maintain this elite level defense. Um, and while McGee has I think he's definitely been better than anybody thought. He's still not very good. You know what I'm saying? He's good. He's good rolling to the rim. And give them some vertical spacing, but as far as defensively, they, he doesn't make them a defensive stopper. And you know, the only thing that time they were really good when they went small and had Dre play center or KD play center, however you want to call it. So, yeah, man, yeah. I think I think we just saw the perfect storm last season, and those guys were in perfect synergy. And while of course Barnes is not better than KD, and he's not even a better fit than KD, because I think when we saw peak them this year and they scored fifty points in the quarter, that's that's on another level. I just think some like the machinery just doesn't flow as long as smoothly and as consistently this year as it did last year. Yeah, and and to kind of build off your point before how they had the bigs, like a couple of shows ago we were talking about uh, you know Abaka going to Toronto and how they could go from playing small to big and alternate because uh, 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 Toronto had trouble going small against Cleveland in the playoffs last year. And, and I think that matters, like like for teams especially in the playoffs. Like in the regular season, if you can just score like score them out of the gym, like uh, you'll win a ton of games. But your ability to go and give a bunch of different looks, like the Spurs can do, um, like like the like the Cavs can do. I think that really matters. And and as much as I loved what what Katie did there, I think it's showing a bit of the lack of their ability to come in and 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 get that size and win. Uh, when they're because man Zaza Pachulia I don't know if you're winning a ring with Zaza Pachulia no no of course not no and that's the thing right you the only way they win the ring is is with those four guys at full strength I think those guys I mean look Miami won with Joel Joel Anthony playing center you know for stretches so no you could definitely win with Zaza you know getting rotation minutes Guys, I think I like I I think I like that version of Joel Anthony Barron. I like this version of Zaza though. J- just to be fair. Well, I mean, then you got to look at the talent. I mean, the four guys that they put out there at Golden State are better than you know the yeah. top four 
probably of the Heatles, even if even if Braun's although, gone. Although, although to be fair, I'm being a a, a, a bit of a homer. Uh, strange fact. Uh, do you know where uh, Joel Anthony's from? Obviously, he's from Canada. He's from, he's from Montreal, buddy. That's, it's all the same, Canada, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just one big igloo. That's, uh, that's how we roll. <laughs> one big igloo uh, covered in maple syrup. It's just this one big like like uh, uh, diabetes factory waiting to happen. Uh, it's a little, uh, a little sarcasm here. Uh, 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 while we club baby seals. Um, <laughs> now, uh, uh, now speaking of uh, sarcasm and some things that uh, could be perceived as jokes. Um, I wrote an article for Press Basketball this week talking about uh, it's part of my uh, weekly series of What If Wednesdays. And this one we're talking about J.R. Smith. And I was saying, what if J.R. Smith had his head turned on straight? Um, and I'll preface this in a way that, like, because I don't want to be overly critical because I think he brings a lot of value now. And I think he's an incredibly talented player. But I just look at a guy who's 6'6", 220, crazy athletic, great handles. He just has great body control, great shot. I just think he should have been at least Vince Carter in my mind. And and the fact that he wasn't that... Listen, I get not everyone is going to be a superstar, but I just... I follow the draft a lot, and there's some guys who just... You just see it, and they're just better than everybody. Mm. And he just didn't do it. Like, every time I watch a game, I'm just so like... Let me ask oh, you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you yes. this. You come, uh, you, you take a trip to San Diego, and you come, you swing by the crib, and out front, I have have a Lamborghini, mm-hmm. right? I have a Lamborghini sitting in my driveway. It's looked, I mean, you can look at the body, you run your hands over it. That's that, that thing is it's, it's, it's clean. It's clean, right? And you get mm-hmm. in the Lamborghini, and you, you turn the key, and you hear this, this, this the loudest noise. It sounds like a chainsaw starting. And then you, you go to the, I don't know, I, I don't know anything about Lamborghinis. I think the engine's in the back, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> um, whatever. When you open up the hood and you look and you see a, a Volkswagen engine in there, did you know that from looking at it from the outside? Just from looking at it, you didn't know that. Did yeah, you? but it's not the same no, thing. No, no, I'm asking you. Did you know that from looking at the outside? It's no, I did not. In my drive. No, I, I did but not know that. What's under the hood is, is might not be what's what what you expect. I think we have this problem, and we did this with Dwight Howard. We did this with uh, we do this with a lot of players. Even Russ, to a certain extent, where we're like, oh, if he would only learn how to do this and only calm down. You you can't make a leopard change his spots, man. You can't change somebody from what they are just because of what you think they should be. And I think that's the problem, right? We we look at players and say, okay, their ultimate potential, their their top, their, their ceiling is this. And if they don't reach that ceiling from what we think they they should be from their physical attributes, we 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 down we ding them for that. But that's not they didn't set those expectations. We did, you know what I'm saying? Dwight Howard, we even to to this day, if only he would learn post moves. Guess what? Some people just never learn post moves. I mean, you could take the same class to learn how to dance forever, and guess what? You can get all the moves, and you got rhythm, and you're better. I, we're taking the same class. I just can't learn how to do it. I I just might not be able to learn how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So. We we put these expectations on players like hey great hey he was a great athlete uh you know um your boy Jr was a great athlete he is a great athlete he had all the makings and the trappings of a great two guard he's just not a great two guard 
I'm just saying he does it. Like you see these pockets okay. that just come out, and and and, and that's and what makes the, the that's consi- separates... more consistent pockets. That's all okay. I'm asking for. I get it, but that's what separates the greats from the from the Harold Miners, right? The yeah. the Harold Miners they they have all the moves, and they they you know they know, but it's putting it together and being able to bring it while you're under duress, and the games count and the the clock's running, right? Because I mean, look, Tyrus Thomas, Tyrus Thomas, uh, Tyrus Thomas, Tyrus Thomas is one of the best athletes I've ever seen. In college, you ever see Tyrus? Thomas? I'm gonna send you the, the link of Tyrus Thomas highlights in college, and uh, even some in pros. Uh, with LSU, yeah, I remember he was draft right. number two, and he was traded for uh, Lamarcus, Lamarcus and yeah. and someone else, which was one of the biggest mistakes in Chicago Chick- Bulls well, franchise. Yeah, exactly. So, and then he played. I think he he got a chance with the maybe the Bobcats or something. But either way, watching this guy just if you you put him through his paces, you would think this dude's gonna be a Hall of Famer. And even sometimes in games, you do things. You get this. Like, like a straw mile swift that way. Oh, he was even more. Strong milk and strong milk swift can hold his candle. This guy, at his high, at his highest, he just looked like. A, and he he go through stretches where you like this dude. Why is he not starting? But there's a reason. Everyone just not mentally is built to be a great player. It is. It's a lot of strain. Um, and guys struggle with it. Scottie Pippen played great when Michael Jordan was out. Right. Remember that. Then yep. the next the next year they came out the gate slow and I don't know if you remember him him beckoning to the camera pointing the shoes and saying come back please he everyone's not built to be <laughs> to, to be that guy so my thing with Jr is once after a couple I say three or four seasons you are who you are and we kept trying to say if if he just put it together well after you get to a certain point he's it's not going to happen a guy is who he is you know what I'm saying so that's my thing with Jr yeah sure he it's it, he he's a he's the he's a Lamborghini with a with a uh, even a Toyota a Toyota Camry under the engine under the hood because it's not bad. Oh, he's a really good player. He's just not who 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 we think some people think he he could have been, and that's okay. Well, I, well, well, I mean, inside of a vacuum, maybe he's in the ideal situation being with that like how Scotty needed Michael. Maybe he's got LeBron James now, right? And exactly, and, he finally found his his uh, not even Scotty and Michael, right? Because he's not Scotty level even. No. Yeah, I know you're not saying that, but he finally found the perfect role for him, and 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 LeBron is strong enough, and that team. And in last year's finals, I honestly thought he was a top five player. Who? Uh, Jr. I I loved how he played. I thought he played fantastic. Hold on, let's. let's well, I, you mean in the out of the guys on the floor, you thought he was one of the five best players on the floor? What you're saying. By my eye test, yeah. Okay, I'll take that. I guess, even though I, I still okay, I, I I can take that argument. This is I'm gonna have to not, I'm not gonna, I can't kill you for what you're saying. You're saying he actually played re- really well, and I can I can dig that he did, right? But it's when you when your whole job is just to play off LeBron James and like pretty much not mess up and make shots, which is not, it's not easy. He didn't try to do more than that, and that, I get what you're saying. Okay, uh, it was his defense in my mind, and he did like, actually play some good defense. He did. You're right. Yeah, and Curry and Clay. Now uh, that brings us to our second part of Jr. Now he's coming back. He played tonight. Uh, didn't have a great game, but you know he's a shooter uh, coming back, and it's going to be a bit slow. Um, they're obviously missing Kevin Love. Um, I don't know if you know the timetable on that one, but Jr. Smith was supposed to be a big part of this team. Um, uh, we were talking before about KD and the Warriors. Uh, 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 maybe two teams kind of seeing each other going opposite ways on the escalator, right? From elevators by outcasts. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so basically there's two teams kind of going the other way. And and the Cavs are on their way up. 
I think there's a lot of like like Kyrie's playing out of his mind. Um, Tristan's playing all right. LeBron's just straight beasting. Um, and now JR is going to come back. Now, does this change at all where you see these two teams play? Like, 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 is there something that can come with this team that they can build on this chemistry and all these questions we've had about Golden State? Like, how can I word this properly in a way? Does this make the Cavs possibly become the favorites i'll say this and it's funny you you mentioned that because um you know while we're prepping for this show I, I just did a quick i did a quick google search i think i put kevin durant injury warriors trouble and our boy tim kawakami of the mercury news um he he actually you know talks about how the tire warriors have a lot of questions to answer and um over at, you know i see that our boy andrew lynch over uh, on Fox Sports, had an article how Chris Bouchard, Chris Broussard said the Warriors are no longer final favorites after the KD injury. It's funny how everything changes because just in January, you know, less than less than six weeks ago, at the end of January, the Cavs had like you know they had a that was that was LeBron James' first month with a losing record since like his second or third year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know they 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 looked almost dead in the water. They just were, you know, losing games, kind of, you know, they just looked really just out of it. And, yeah, we knew that they were missing players and, and they were, you know, oh, I'm sorry, Kevin Love was still playing then. You know what I mean? They were just, they were losing. Um, and at the same time, I think back then the Warriors were stomping all over over everybody. Uh, but, yeah, February 28th, that's the day everything changed. Uh, that's when KD went down. Real quick, I want to just run some numbers. Bef- up until, yeah. up until, uh. This is nuts to me. So they were fifty and nine when when uh, when KD went down. I don't even count. I'm not counting the game he went down because he went down like in the first minute. So up until the twenty seventh, they were fifty and nine, which is amazing. But you know they're off. The, they weren't like last year. They had one hundred fourteen offensive rating, one hundred one defensive rating. They were leading the league in in I think both categories. Or they were you no know, defensive rating. They were still top. They were top. Yeah, they're number two. Uh, their net rating by far was the best. They were like four, almost four points ahead of the next team. They were just smoking everybody. Since that day, they've went two and three. Um, an offensive rating. Oh man, I think they're down in. Whew, they're twenty fourth in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah, hundred less than hundred four points a game. Um, less than hundred four points a game. I think defensive rating they might still be up there, which is oh no, they're not. Um, defensive rating they're dropped down to ninth. Um, net rating, take a guess. Net rating, of course, the difference between the offensive and defensive. What do you think they're at? 15th. 19th. 19th in the league. In oh, this, it's, a, it's a tiny sample set. It's, a, it's five games. But we've all seen they haven't played that great, you know. Um, they, they, they lost back-to-back games for the first time in, like, you know, two or three years. So we'll go into some more numbers later because I'm pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty shocked by what I'm seeing as far as uh, from, from our boy Steph Curry. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, it, it, it's one of those things that, in a way, it doesn't surprise me because when you get rid of all these secondary guys and you kind of, you know, take all your assets, put it into one, and then that, then that asset gets hurt. Um, you know, like we haven't been able to see Draymond Green come back and start scoring the way he has scored. Like he was kind of used to this role, right? Uh, the kind of triple double dude who would give you like 10 points because it would only make sense. You have Steph Curry, you have Klay Thompson, you have uh, Kevin Durant. His need to score is not 
was was not there this year, but his ability to come back and I don't know. It's just there's that huge lack of balance, and as good as these guys are, they're all. It's not that they're similar. It's just like I think they're lacking that balance of a low post score to like to really make because like we have all score. They never had that. They never had a low scope low post score. But they had a front court guy in KD who could score, and 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 they could pass it around. But like like it's just like when you're so reliant like. We always talk uh, uh, talk about Russell Westbrook and how his huge usages and when he steps out, they're just like they fall apart. Now, I'm not saying KD's the same because obviously you got way better help, but they really started to depend on him. Like even on the defensive end, right? Who's, like who's his the best player in Golden State? Oh, uh, Kevin Durant for sure. Okay, you're a smart guy. I'll, okay, sorry. Go ahead. And his defense, his blocks, like, this is the best version of KD that we saw this year. Like, uh, we were talking about, like, MVPs before, and, like, like he, to me, just seeing him drop, like, like I know it's tough to give an MVP to a, to a team that has all these superstars, but, um, you know, having him at power forward is something I think he should have done forever. Um, but his blocks, his defense, his rebounding, like, he was just, like, a monster. Like, um, I'm forgetting his numbers before he dropped off, but he was something like... Like oh, yeah. what he was, eight, eight he was, rebounds, like he was actually he was, he was averaging like something like twenty six or twenty seven, eight and almost six. He was leading the team in almost all the relevant statistical categories as far as I think he was first in points. I want to say he was second in rebounds. He was first in blocks. He was like second or third in steals. He was like first in true shooting percentage. Had, first in he, PER. He had four point eight assists at power forward. Yeah, he, it came down some, right, after the, the hot start. So, yeah, he was averaging almost five assists a game. His turnover rate was, like, the lowest of his career. He was – it's funny because, you know, it's almost like um, – let's, let's call it this. It's almost like a Kyrie and LeBron relationship where Steph might be the most dangerous scorer in the league and on that team. As, you know, can, he, he's the, he can just explode for 40 or 50, and his shooting can bend defenses in a way even KD's can't. But – all around play, as we see, I think Kevin Durant was the guy who elevated well, the team to. Well, dude, he, he was a monster. I'm looking at the last like four games before he went down. In 32 minutes, 21 7 7. In 27 minutes, 21 10 10. In 34, 25 15 and 7. And in 33 minutes, 27 8 and 4. Well, I mean, like. And then, now listen to this. In the five games since Kevin Durant's gone down, um, our boy. Our boy uh, Steph Curry, he went from having an offensive rating of a hundred of 118, which is you know how many points how many how many points per 100 possessions you know the, the team scored with him on the floor, and then now without KD in those five games, it's all the way down at uh, 110. His defensive rating went from man, that's crazy. From 101, it's all the way up to 105 now. So his his whole net rating went from he was a he was a plus seventeen as far as his net rating offensive minus defensive rating. Now it's down to like five. Um, his true shooting his true shooting percentage dropped almost ten points. And this is just numbers that guys. I'm not trying to I'm not being a hey how's it going nerd. But the point is like across <laughs> the board as as great as Steph was last year without KD. Now without KD and he was great last year without Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes missed a chunk of last season too with injury. Steph was great. Somehow, it's not a switch you can just hit, right? Uh, talking about nuance again, we everyone keeps thinking, oh, one of these guys go down, it's not a big deal. Uh, just three of the all stars, it's not that easy. You know, you get to a rhythm playing a certain way, 
and we can probably look at everybody's numbers and we'll see the same thing. All their numbers, you know, KD, I mean, KD, Clay, Dre, all the numbers are, are, are struggling right now. You know, and that's why they're 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 two and three in the last five well, games without him. Well, Draymond starts scoring a bit more, but like like he's going to like a top of like twelve or thirteen, which is not making up the twenty five point loss of the of KD, right? So it's it it it's a really tough spot because okay. he, he listen, he, listen he, to this. Dre's net rating with KD, right, was he was a plus sixteen. His offensive rating was almost one hundred sixteen. Defensive rating was less than a hundred. Since KD's went down, both his numbers. He's a he's a he's a 101.40 rating, 101.5 D rating. So it's like we we're saying he's you know he's scoring a little more, but he's he's it's it's not really, you know it's not yeah. it's, not, it's not really that impactful, and that's why you know Dre as good as he is, he's still he's still a complimentary player. He's not he's not gonna pick up this. All right, hey KD's out, I'm gonna score 20 now. This is that's not his game. It's not his game, man. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's a tough spot for the man. So let me ask you this then. Uh, we're we're almost out of time. I know. So, are they still your Western favorites? Yes, but only because I have to see what happened to Kawhi tonight when uh, when he left the game. Um, I love the Spurs. I think they're I think they're awesome. But it's tough for me to bet against the best players. Like it's an old adage uh, that I took from uh, uh, from fantasy football, man. Uh, 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 you never bench your studs. And when it comes to having the best players, I think that they usually win. And that's, uh, you actually stole that from me. I'm going to take credit for that because that's my thing. I was talking about, um, yeah, I took credit from you for a fantasy foot. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, dude. Just cause you, you can take, Hey, these are life lessons, bro. Like I always said, I said in the playoffs, usually I go if all everything else is almost equal, even if the one team could have a better record or whatever, but I, it's in the playoffs where one player can impact the game so much, I, I kind of usually go with the team with the best player. So yeah. you stole that from me. It's all right. All right, all right. Well, listen. Uh, so, uh, uh, hold on. We're, we're almost done. Hold on. So okay. we said you said they're your favorite because are, are they still your – before KD went down, were they your favorite to beat Cleveland, and how do you feel about that now? Um, before they went down, yes, they probably were in my heart of hearts, but I think Cleveland has found their other switch. So even before, like, even without him being hurt, I think I would have been on the, like about to jump boat, but with him being hurt, I think like Steph last year, I don't think he comes back healthy. So I think he'll be back for the playoffs, but I think his his risk of re-injuring against a guy like LeBron is high. Nah, man, and knock on wood. I'm I not going to do that to him. Knock on wood. Let's not do that. But I get what you're saying. You're, you're, not, right. trying to, you're not trying to curse yeah. him, but I'm going to knock on wood. For no, him. no, no. Of course not, man. I'm no, I'm a huge fan of watching. But uh, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, we're talking about best players, and and as a closing thought, um, I saw this one being asked: Who is the best second fiddle in the NBA? Because I think. I, I think the two contenders lie in Cleveland and Golden State, so it kind of fits with the conversation. This one's almost too easy, actually. So, I mean, I mean, it's, it's Steph Curry. All right, Steph Curry, and and, and as good as Kyrie's been playing, he, uh, he hasn't gotten to the conversation. Like, I, I'm agreeing with you, so, like, like, like I'm not fighting on this. I, I'm just saying Kyrie Irving's been playing so well of late. That I was just wondering, and 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 we were dogging on Curry a bit for different things. Is it possible it's become that conversation where you could see it flip the other way? Plus, how we saw 
Kyrie uh, take him in, in the finals last year and just everything all together. I mean, you know what? You make a good point. I think a lot of times when in, we're, we get so used to the status, to the stat quo, right? The status quo in the, in the NBA that it takes a lot for us to change our stance on it. And last year, uh, Steph Curry was so good. It's hard, and you know, yeah, Kyrie was hurt most of the year, right? So we didn't really see him until the finals, really, you know, beat Kyrie. So, um, but with Steph taking a like a, maybe a half step back this year, and Kyrie taking a half step forward from you know what, what he was, you know, last year, especially since he was hurt. I mean, I guess it's not too much of a stretch. Um, no, no, no. I'm gonna say it's a stretch because I know that we have Warriors guys who listen to this and they'll yell at me. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta stay. I gotta walk the company line. No, dude, you're crazy. Kyrie's not even close to Curry. Curry's. Uh, oh, because I was about ever. to have it. Because I was about to say have that. LeBron was the best, and they also had the best second fiddle. And and just uh, with your argument of the best players matter at the end, blah blah blah. Then that depicts Cleveland wins the championship. That was horrible. Come on, man. It it, it it's a pretty good math. It's not terrible. Hey, hey, I got to tell you something before we go. Yeah. The double dribble. The sidelines. Oh, everyone knows what this is. Oh, look, uh, 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 Ryan, uh, uh, drum roll this this stuff. Let's go. The first pick. Yeah. Um, um, The lotto. uh, You uh, you can can do it, man. You you got this. You got this. I believe in you, man. Oh, dude, just keep going. Hey, the, the shot clock shooters. Yeah, um, and that's a terrible name. It's still better, um, you know. <laughs> the game winner, I don't know. These are all names that are better than than the away team. I can, the away team. Yeah, I, we could. I could have used a random word generator and just put in the word basketball, and it would have came up with another word with it, and we could have came up with a better name. <laughs> I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna forgive you for this, Mark. Both you guys. I'm never forgive you guys for this. No, well, you may never free, uh, uh, forgive us for this, but we want to thank you guys for listening to the Away Team podcast. The main, the name may not be amazing, but the content is. Yeah, I'm actually being nice to you for once, James. Uh, I'm gonna live to regret it. Uh, so thanks for catching us for another episode. We'll catch you next time on PressBasketball.com.